Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Steven, and I just learned yesterday that you can pre-order the Disney Plus service. You can order it. You can go ahead and sign up now. And I think I heard, and of course, I didn't look any of this up. I'm just depending upon the kindness of strangers or actually a coworker. But I'm told that if you sign up now your first week is free. I don't know what that means in regard to how much you're paying because it's only $6.99 a month. So if your first week is free, I guess you don't pay for five weeks. I don't know. Or maybe your first payment isn't due until that second week of use. So what I did look up, however, because I do want to go ahead and get signed up, I'm really super excited about the Disney Plus service. I did uh, check to see what devices the app would be available on, and I'm pleased to announce that it will be available on the PS4 because that's all I have to watch it up on the big TV. My wife back in the back in the bedroom she she watches most of the TV. She watches most of her TV back in the bedroom because uh, we just have the two. There's the one out in the living room that the kids and I are usually watching, and then there's the one in the bedroom. So she really has. She's really better off than I am because she gets to watch whatever she wants to watch. Whereas I have to try to uh, please both myself and my children. But there are days that I just tell the kids, go to your rooms. Dad is going to watch Lord of the Rings. Now, why would I send my kids to their rooms? Because I'm going to watch Lord of the Rings. It's because they don't want to watch the movie. I know I'm ashamed that my children don't want to watch Lord of the Rings. It, It breaks my heart. But the fact of the matter is, the point I'm trying to get at here is that when I want to watch TV, when I want to watch a streaming service, I have to do it through the PS4, and I'm really happy that Disney Plus will be available on the PS4. So I'm going to go ahead and get signed up for that 
because I really I haven't been looking forward to something as much as Disney Plus as uh, as anything else. I don't know how to say it. I'm so excited. I'm my tongue is tied and twisted and it's in knots and I I just I can't I can't speak properly. Now I don't know a lot about what we're going to get on Disney Plus or maybe I don't think I know a lot, but everything I know is really every anything that's already out there. But I don't like I'm not a big fan even though I did yes, I have a I'm I'm going to become a huge hypocrite here because I'm not a big fan of getting information about something that's not coming out for, you know, six months to a year or whatever. And the reason I'm being a hypocrite is because I have released my next book available for pre-order almost three months out. So yeah, I'm a hypocrite, but that's really not the point. I'm allowed, okay? Get off my back. But I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of uh, sitting around and wondering what it's going to be like and chatting with all my friends about what 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 do we think we're going to see let's let's try to determine what we think is going to happen in this creative endeavor that's coming out next year because chances are whatever i come up with is either not as good as what happens which is usually best or sometimes what i'm hoping for is better than what actually comes out and then I get really disappointed. So I just try not to think about that stuff. When we hear about movies that are coming out in two years, you know, when they talk about, here's what's coming out in Marvel Phase 17 and in in 2036, we're going to get, I don't care. I mean, I I like knowing that we're going to get a Fantastic Four movie. I like knowing that we're going to get another Black Panther. And this this new Doctor Strange sounds interesting. You know, I like, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess I don't know what I really want out of life because I do like knowing that, but at the same time, I don't like knowing that because I try not to think about it too much. It's like, oh, we're going to get a Doctor Strange movie that's going to deal with the multiverse? That sounds awesome. When's it coming out? 2025? I don't I don't know if it's that far out, but still, you get my point. So really, when I, when I come across podcasts or news articles or whatnot that's talking about Disney+, Plus. I haven't really paid that much attention. I know that it's coming out in November. Uh, for some reason, I was really heartbroken because I felt like I heard somewhere that it was coming out back in April, but I think it was more the, the official announcement was going to happen in April. We were going to find... So there was like last year they were talking about this Disney streaming service and we were looking forward to April so that they could tell us when it was coming out. But I misread everything and I thought it was going to hit in April. So April comes along and they say, Disney Plus, November 2019. And I said, what? November? But I do know of a few things that are coming on it. For example, the Mandalorian from uh, the Star Wars franchise. Uh, the showrunner on that is is John Favreau. I've watched the trailer for it. I think it looks so sweet. And I'm looking forward to that. See, here's here's the thing. I mentioned to my wife last month, I said, by the way, I just want you to know that we will be getting the Disney streaming service. Now, that's not the kind of person I am. I don't tell my wife what we're going to spend our money on. We work on that kind of stuff together. Usually in, in any other situation, I'd come up and I'd, I would approach my wife and say, hey, uh, there's this new Disney streaming service that's coming in November. What would you think about us getting that? How does that make you feel? 
You know, I'd wait until she's in a really good mood. Um, no, it's it's not that bad. But uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't just tell her though. By the way, we're getting a new car, and I'm bringing it home tomorrow. That's not the kind of person I am. But I told her I said, just so you understand, we are getting this Disney streaming service, and that hit her out of left field because she doesn't she had no idea what I'm talking about. She goes, what are you, what are you talking about? Said Disney Plus. It's a new streaming service. It's like Netflix, but it's all Disney. And she looked at me with this confused, slightly, slightly disgusted look on her face. And she goes, why would you want the Disney streaming service? Because in her mind, she's not thinking about the fact that Disney owns Star Wars, that Disney owns Marvel Comics. She's thinking Mickey Mouse and DuckTales and Pocahontas and Aladdin and Lion King. And, and yes, that's all good stuff. But why, why would you be this super excited about a network that's going to stream DuckTales? And I said, honey, no, you don't understand. All the Star Wars movies are going to be on there. All the Marvel movies are going to be on there. There's going to be original programming. There's going to be original Marvel TV shows. There's going to be original Star Wars TV shows. This is going to be awesome. And she just had one question. What's it going to cost? And I said, $6.99. She said, all right, we can do that. As long as it's not over 10 bucks, we're fine. Because I told her, I said, I will, I will uh, cancel Hulu. I'll cancel Hulu to get Disney Plus. Not Netflix. Kind of need our Netflix. There's certain things that is that are, you know, only on Netflix that both of us like to watch. And I almost I would almost be willing to give up Netflix for Disney Plus, but she she definitely wouldn't. But Hulu, I mean, we both use the Hulu service. The kids use it more than us, I think, because they watch all their Cartoon Network shows on Hulu. But I would give it up in a heartbeat. But no, she didn't have any issue with it. If she did, you know, then I probably would have to find something in my life that I spend money on monthly and give up to get Disney Plus because it, you know, it's a, it's give and take when it comes to marriage. Am I right? She can't just come to me and say, oh, by the way, I've decided I'm going to spend $6.99 a month on something only I want. You all could probably use it as well, but I'm really the only one that really wants it. So, you know, that's it, it's not going to happen on her end. It's not going to happen on my end. We're, we would never do something like that to each other. But we all agreed the Disney Plus service is something that we all want. So I'm, gonna, I'm just really, really quick going to run down the, the things that I know about Disney Plus and uh, what I'm looking forward to. Now, first, uh, let me just say this. Let me talk about the stuff I don't know. Um I don't know when, for example, all of the Star Wars. I don't know if the day that Disney Plus launches will have instant access to every Star Wars movie, to every Marvel movie. I don't I don't know. I'm hoping that that's the case. I'm hoping it's not like okay, this month we put these Marvel movies up and we're not going to put any more up for another 3 months and when we do we're taking the other marvel movies down i hope that's not the case i can see them doing that with some of the classic disney animated movies you know it's like pinocchio is coming out of the vault for 3 months and then we're putting it back in i can see them doing that but i really hope day 1 we're going to have access to all that content um the mandalorian i don't know if that's going to be available day 1 um, I'm hoping it is. I also don't know if it's going to be like Netflix where they're just going to put the entire season up or if we're going to get it weekly. Um, I feel like we're going to get the entire season because they've been working on it for quite a while. They've been filming. I, I think they're done. 
So the only reason why you'd want to do it weekly is if you're still doing the show while it's being released. Because here's something that I've learned uh, watching stuff, watching interviews and whatnot with actors and uh, writers and whatnot on TV when it comes to Netflix shows. Because Netflix will release the entire season at one time, they sit down, they write it, they film it, they get it all done. They, it's, it, everything is done before it's released, obviously, because they got to release it at once. Well, the way that differs from weekly TV is that as you're going through a season, you don't have the entire season completely written. You have it mapped out. But maybe six episodes into a season, you may realize as, as, as a writer that this certain character the way the actor portrays this character might lead to um, a change in the way that that, uh, that character is written. Or audience reaction to a certain character or maybe subplot may be popular enough that they may want to shift mid-season and focus more on certain characters. Because you could have a show that's main, you know, you could have an ensemble cast, but most of the stories are about, you know, most of the series is about one particular character, right? But what if the audience doesn't like that character? What if four episodes in, the audience is like, you know, I like this show all right, but the main character sucks. He's getting on my nerves. This, I love the, the friends. The friends are great, but the main character sucks. Well, there have been occasions in ensemble, I, I'm going to use the sitcom, for example, because really you can only get away with it, I think, in sitcoms. But let's, let's use Friends as an example. Let's say when Friends first launched in uh, you know, their first season, they're four episodes in and every, they're trying to focus everything around Monica. But then they learn quickly, based on audience reaction, that everybody likes Phoebe better. So then they can start pushing more focus, more episodes toward Phoebe. Well, if they, were, if they just released all the episodes at once, they already had them all written and filmed and, and ready to go, they can't do that. They just have, well, I'm sorry you don't like Monica because the rest of these, these other 12 episodes are going to be all about her. But I'm assuming at this point that, that it's the entire season of The Mandalorian will come out at once just based on the fact that they've been working on it for quite a while. Um. I know that there's going to be a few Marvel TV shows. There's going to be uh, WandaVision, which is about Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, and and Vision. I don't know how that's working out, depending on how Endgame, you know, the whole Avengers franchise ended recently. Um, there's going to be a, a Hawkeye. I think there's going to be a Hawkeye show. Did I read that right? There's going to be a Moon Knight, a, a She-Hulk. I think a lot of these aren't coming right away. I, I don't know... I feel like none of these Marvel shows will be there on day one because I haven't heard anything about even production starting on any of these shows. So I'm pretty sure none of these shows will be available day one. I think we're probably going to see those next year, which kind of bums me out, but I think I'll be busy watching The Mandalorian and then all the other Star Wars movies and, and Marvel movies and stuff if they're there on day one. But I think Moon Knight and She-Hulk... They're coming even later. So there's like a round one of Marvel TV shows. It's going to be like WandaVision. Um, I think the Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be a show. I feel like um, I feel like Hawkeye is a show. I know that the Black Knight is going to show up somewhere. I don't know what show he's going to be on, but that has me kind of pumped. Or is the Black Knight going to be in a movie? See, there's so much going on right now 
within the Marvel Cinematic Universe slash TV shows that I just, I don't even know what's what anymore, which is another reason why I kind of avoid all that stuff. But I think the point I'm trying to make here is that I am super, super excited about Disney Plus as the new, as when that comes out, I'm sure I'm going to be talking a lot about the shows, the original content, because I'm, you know, if there's a movie that's that's put up there that I haven't seen yet, sure, I'll talk about that here. But most of the movies I've already talked about either on other other episodes or other versions of the podcast or whatnot. And so, I don't know. I thought it might be fun if I could get at least one of my kids to sit down with me and watch all the Marvel movies. If I could get one of them to do that with me once a week and then sit down and we can talk about it, maybe I can do a, 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 an episode a week about the Marvel movies, watching them in order all the way through that that might be fun but it's it's i'm gonna have to convince one of my kids to do it they all here's the thing my kids are nerds they like nerdy stuff but when it comes to watching movies kids kids these days just don't seem to like to watch movies all that much they prefer their media content in bite-sized chunks and that worries me about (laughs) about the future of the world that we're going to stop eventually at some point they're going to stop making two-hour movies and, and everything's going to be 15 minutes long and that's it because that's all the kids can handle these days which doesn't make sense because they can sit in front of YouTube and watch 15-minute YouTube videos but watch like 40 of them at a time so it's not like they don't like being in front of the screen it's like they don't like to focus on one particular storyline I guess I don't know I don't know what it is with kids these days but they rile me up something fierce So again, the point I'm trying to make here is that Disney Plus is coming. I'm super excited about it. I'm sure you're going to hear me talk about it a lot on this this podcast, especially when it comes to the the extra content. And uh, that's really all I have to say. So rather than try to drag out this this ending, I'm really bad with endings. I'm doing it right now. I'm going to stop, and I'm just going to end, and I'm going to go see you later. Bye. Just Another Fanboy is a presentation of the Stephen or Else podcast. Questions and comments can be directed to feedback at stephenorelse.com. You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash stephenrorr and get instant access to the My Other Podcast podcast, a weekly show about whatever crawls its way into my tiny little mind just moments before I tap record. You can find me on the World Wide Web at stephenorelse.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram by searching for at Stephen or else. I also encourage you to subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star review, and share this episode with a friend. Just Another Fanboy is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find that over at comicspodcasts.com. All links will be in the show notes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 